Hello, welcome to the Little Lessons Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Mitchell. I am so excited that I have been able to meet so many milestones in the last few weeks. I have so much gratitude for everybody who tunes in to listen each week because that's the reason that these milestones and these goals have even become accomplishable. Number one, I have now published over 20 episodes. I have um, surpassed 1,600 downloads. Um, I've done follow-up interviews. I've done interviews in strange places, and it's been so invigorating and exciting for me. But before we get into this episode, I wanted to introduce myself. I have had a lot of new people downloading the podcast, so you might be new and wondering who the heck I am. As I said, my name is Megan Mitchell. I'm a mother to six children, and I've been married to my husband, Carson, for 18 years. The reason that I started this podcast is because there was a long time in my life when I was really struggling to find and hear my Heavenly Father in my life. But then I noticed that He tends to speak to me in more unique and individual ways. He's speaking to me in the small little moments, teaching me tiny little lessons that actually end up having a huge impact on my life. So I decided to share those and interview other people who are learning these little lessons throughout their lives as well. And it's absolutely amazing. So with that, let's jump into episode 21. I don't understand. I actually had an entire different plan for this episode. I had been really, really inspired by something that happened to me last week, and I was fully prepared to talk about that this time around. But then I've had some other things come up in my life, and I have some thoughts that are weighing on my mind that I wanted to share. And this all stems from the fact that I'm currently experiencing something where I don't understand why I'm having to go through it, and I don't understand the lesson that I am supposed to be taught. So I wanted to talk about what happens when we just don't understand. We just don't know why things are going on. I am going to keep this story as anonymous as possible because I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable because this is a very personal and vulnerable story for myself and my family. But I wanted to share this because, like I said, it's been it's been really, really weighing on my mind. I have a child who is currently going through a very, very hard time. And life is really hard for this child. And I have been thinking about and um, mulling over and... Um, really trying to understand the circumstance that this child is going through. And I've been thinking about it a lot and it's caused me personally a lot of heartbreak and frustration. So I'm sure that if it's causing me that heartache and frustration, it's definitely causing this child heartache and frustration. Um, and what I was initially thinking that, well, Let me backtrack a little bit. Basically, this child of mine is being bullied pretty significantly. Um, 
you name it. It's happening at school. It's happening in the rehearsals for a theater production that they are in. It's happening at church on Sundays. It's happening during the week. And it's really hard to watch because there's very little that I can actually do about it. And I wanted that to actually be the theme of this episode was me getting on a soapbox saying, be kind to everybody and don't hurt other people's feelings, which absolutely is true. Please be kind to everybody and don't hurt people's feelings. But what I really wanted to talk about is how what I am being taught through this and what I hope my child is being taught um, or what I'm really just not understanding about what I'm supposed to be taught. Hopefully that makes sense, but this episode is a little bit vulnerable. So if it's hard to understand, hopefully the spirit will at least be able to teach what I'm, what I'm saying. There are a lot of times in our lives when we do not understand why we are in the circumstances that we're in, why we have to experience hardship and why we have to experience um, horrible, horrible things happening to us. Why it's important. We don't, we might not understand why it's important that we experience the death of a loved one or illnesses or other just crazy hardships that we didn't ask for that we didn't cause ourselves. And it can be really difficult to figure out what we're supposed to do with them, with those circumstances and what we're supposed to do with those lessons. I'm reminded of a couple of stories in the book of Daniel in the Old Testament. And I wanted to share those because they've been really instructive for me. The first story is about specifically about Daniel. So he was brought into the court of King Nebuchadnezzar. And he they he and his buddies went through a lot of different circumstances where they had to prove their faith. They had to prove their devotion to God. And every single time it was it ended up being to their benefit that uh the, you know, keeping the the health law, the their their code of what they were going to eat ended up being a benefit to them. And they stayed true to their faith and they were blessed. And then King, King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream that he couldn't interpret. And the people in his court couldn't interpret it. And um, basically, he was going to just kill everybody who couldn't interpret the dream. By the way, I hope I'm getting this right. I'm not a Bible scholar. But Daniel uh, said, give me give me a chance. Just give me some time. I'm going to figure out this dream. And he, the king had never told Daniel the dream. But Daniel prayed. And he received the interpretation of the dream. He then went to the king and he told him the dream and he told him what it meant and he was blessed for it. Um, there's a quote from Elder Dieter F. Uchtdorf in a talk that he gave in October 2015 titled, Be Not Afraid, Only Believe. And I've kind of adjusted this a little bit. I didn't take any of the content out, but it says, Daniel, the young boy who had been bullied and persecuted, went before the king and revealed to him the dream. 
As a direct result of his faithfulness to God, Daniel became a trusted counselor for the king. The boy who believed and lived his faith had become a man of God, a prophet, a prince of righteousness. End quote. Then we hear about Daniel's friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. In the third chapter of the book of Daniel, um, we find out that Nebuchadnezzar was kind of getting weird. And he decided to build this huge monument to himself. And he demanded that everybody bow down to it. That everybody worship this big 90-foot statue that was dedicated to King Nebuchadnezzar. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were like, hard pass. That's not what we're, that's not who we worship. We worship God. We're not worshiping this idol. That's not what we've been commanded to do. We've been commanded to stay true and to follow the commandments and to only worship the our, our God, God in heaven, heavenly father. And Nebuchadnezzar was really, really mad about this. <laughs> Like, really mad. <laughs> so he demanded that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego um, get thrown into a fiery furnace. And he heated it even higher than what it normally is, if I'm interpreting it correctly. He commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was wont to be heated. And... He had his servants go and get Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, tie them up, and throw them into the furnace. But let me go back. Um, so King Nebuchadnezzar has made this decree that anybody who won't worship his idol needs to be thrown into the fire. And he calls on Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego basically to explain themselves. And they say... Um, if it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. So that was their response to Nebuchadnezzar and his new laws. And Nebuchadnezzar sent his men to go find Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and tie them up and throw them in the hot furnace. And it was so bad that the most mighty men who went to get Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were killed instantly. Um, they It says, um, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego got into the fiery furnace, they, um, they fell down in the midst of the furnace. Then in verse 24 says, then Nebuchadnezzar, the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto the, unto his counselors, did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, true, O king. And he answered and said, lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. So Nebuchadnezzar is obviously really 
astounded that he threw three men into the fire and there suddenly appeared to be four. And not only that, none of them were injured and none of them had anything. None of them were affected by the fire. So what did the story of Daniel and the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego teach us when we are going through trials that are hard that we don't understand? We don't understand why we're going through them. Maybe we don't understand what we're supposed to learn and not really understanding why Heavenly Father is putting us through these. So I think about what these four people did. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They held fast to what they knew to be true. They didn't waver. They didn't say, oh, maybe this one time we will change what we what we think and what we feel. Or maybe we'll just tell them we think one way but think something else. They absolutely held fast to their testimonies and to the things that they knew to be true. They absolutely relied on God. They did not waver from that belief whatsoever. And they, at least from the documents that we have, the documentation in the Bible, they stayed calm. They didn't get riled up. They didn't get, they didn't start retaliating. They stayed calm in their circumstances. And I think that those are really important lessons that we can all learn. And the other part that is absolutely miraculous is that when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were in the furnace, they were accompanied by heavenly a heavenly being who Nebuchadnezzar says appears to be the son of God. Now, we're not always going to be able to see heavenly beings helping us, but because of that story, I think it's pretty safe to say that we can have an assurance that we have heavenly help walking through our circumstances with us. And that's a pretty incredible promise. So what do these two stories have to do with my kid who's getting bullied? So I'm sure that Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were really not happy to be going through these hard trials. And there may have been a lot of times when they questioned and just said, why do I have to go through this? Why, why is this the path that I'm supposed to walk? And I think that's okay. I think it's okay to ask that question. I don't understand why my child has to go through what they're going through. And as a parent, I don't understand why I need to watch them go through it. Like we're, we're all learning. Me, my husband, my kid, our family, we're all learning something new. And I don't understand why this is the circumstance that we have to go through in order to learn something important. But I do know that there's a lesson and I'm looking forward to learning it and understanding it and being able to apply it right now. We're, we're in the thick of it. And this problem, this issue that we're dealing with, it might not be solved anytime soon. Now, my kid isn't being forced to go against their beliefs. And this child of mine is not being forced into a fiery furnace. But life is still hard for that child. And I want it to be easy. 
but it's not. But I have faith that if we can hold true and hold fast to the things that we believe and that if we rely on Heavenly Father and do our best to stay calm in this circumstance, we will find the strength that we need and we will find the support and comfort that Heavenly Father is willing to give us. Thank you so much for listening to this episode today. I know it's not very usual for me to have a solo episode, but I had some things on my mind. (laughs) I'm really excited for some plans that I have coming up for the next few weeks of the podcast. Next week, I'm going to have a wonderful interview with a amazing life coach. The week after that, I have an interview with the husband of somebody that I have already interviewed. Spoiler, or not spoiler, but teaser. Um, and some other really fun plans coming down the pipeline. If you feel that you have a story to share or thoughts that would contribute to this podcast, please reach out to me. You can reach out to me on Instagram through a direct message, or you can email me littlelessonspod at gmail.com. Also, I have an Instagram account that you can go take a look at. You can find updates on future episodes, um, different fun things that I post, positive, uplifting content. And that is the Little Lessons Podcast, just on Instagram at the Little Lessons Podcast. Again, thank you to everybody who tunes in to listen every single week. Your support means the world to me. And with that, I invite you to go out into the world and look for the little lessons that Heavenly Father is sending directly to you.